that hurts. Hell yeah, man, that's cool. So, do you do any music stuff? You just do video stuff? You just get artists on here? I watched a couple. We watched yeah, a little bit. I'll have anybody on here that's interesting. You know what okay, I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. I have a chef coming on. Like, oh, really? Like, in like a week and a half or so. Oh, interesting. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, so, dude, anyone that just kind of I find interesting, you know? Yeah. Like, I used to be in a metal band back in the day, so I saw you guys, and I was like, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What band were you in? It was a band called Hold Em Up. Hold Em Up? Yeah. I have not heard of it. What, how so long were y'all a band? We were a band for, like, maybe two years. Okay. Yeah, just locally around Rockwall and Dallas and shit. And we used to play with Hostel a lot. If y'all know Hostel, we know Hostel. Yeah, they're pretty like big. I, Don't worry about it, dude. I may have heard the name. Yeah. We're all kind of tucked here in the corner, I know. Dude, no, that's cool. Uh, now I haven't heard of those bands. We we're more like, uh, were they more like hardcore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah so we were uh, like a hardcore. Um, I mean, yeah, we were definitely screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. screaming. <laughs> Drop C, fucking. Oh, oh dude, yeah. yeah. Well, what years we all? 2010 to 12, probably. Okay, that's probably. Okay, that's why we didn't start getting into like 2013. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Like right after that, that's when we started getting into. Hell yeah. The local scene and figure out what's going on. I'm gonna set this Twitch up real quick and. Hell yeah, man. What kind of mixer is that? It's just a mixcast podcast mixer, dude. Cool. Hey, that's cool. One of my homies really wants to start a podcast with really? me and my roommates. Just, I'd love to help him get started, dude. Yeah, anyway, like, yeah. It's Daniel Palmer that wants to start the podcast. Daniel Palmer? Yeah, me, Alex, and Gavin. We wanted to call it Toke Talk. Toke Talk? That's kind of cool. But we looked it up, and there was already a Toke Talk. It's already taken. Yeah, it was like yeah. Toke Talk, something. Weed related, but I was like, "See, I'll smoke, obviously." Yeah, I smoke yeah. a okay. lot, but uh, I try not to post it on the internet. Yeah, I feel you. I'm kind of the same. Right on, right on. I did too. All good. So, yeah. But yeah, as far as like uh, doing this shit, man, uh, it's just Jake does all the production stuff, and so I'm I'm kind of like handle this side. He handles that side, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been doing it for? I don't know if you already Like two months. Two months? Yeah, I know. We were checking out your channel earlier this mm-hmm. afternoon, too, and saw yeah. there, was, there was a few videos. We watched watched one of the more recent ones for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the new one, like with Calypso on there, uh, he's one of just our homies. He hit me up and brought com- some of his friends on and shit. Yeah. We just kind of kicked it in chat for a little bit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's how some of them are, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, it's it's been fun. It's super fulfilling. Like I've always, I'm just I'm a fan of podcasts anyway. Yeah. You know, so it's just fun to like do it myself and nice. talk and shit. So. Yeah, just chill, yeah, yeah. It's been great, man. We've been having a blast with it. And Jake used to do his own podcast with with one of his homies. So. Oh, nice. nice. It's all kind of in our wheelhouse, you know. And yeah. we've been in the music scene for a long time too. And so I, I had all the equipment. So oh, I was yeah. I was like, fuck it, might, might as well, well yeah. just set it up and get going. And Jake yeah. had the camera, and so here we are, you know. Yeah, you literally have everything. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. But yeah, guys, I don't I don't really do intros. We're I'm already recording. Oh nice. We're, we're just kind of in it already. Oh cool. Yeah yeah. So, what's up, guys? I got I got Threnity here, metal band out of Texas, kind of a progressive metalcore. Um, y'all you guys got started 2015. Yeah, yeah. we did start 2015. 2015. So you've been a band for a while now, and um, vocalist. Yes. Vocalist. What are you doing, man? Guitar. Fuck yeah! I was hoping I'd get another guitar player on here. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, dude, because <clears throat> I play guitar as well. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot in common. Cool, cool. What kind of guitar did you play? Dude, so I've got a, I usually play Fender. Mine's, okay. mine's right here. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I mean, I've had everything from Paul Reed Smith's to Dean's to, yeah. I play a little bit of everything, but I'm definitely a Fender guy at heart, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do have a, my brother has a Fender, but I have, I have P, uh, a couple of PRSs. Yeah, yeah. One of my PRSs. Yeah, he, uh, I see your Ibanez that you play, too. Yeah, dude, that's my, I got that Ibanez Prestige, and I didn't think a guitar could get as good as that. Right, guitar. right. It's just so good. What like, no, the uh, the Ibanez one I have. It's just oh, so good. I had a I had a LTD Stephen Carpenter. Oh, okay, hell yeah. Uh, I still have it actually, but it was just so heavy, and uh, like it just hurt my back to play that. Right, right. Like, do you have a mic that you you take to shows? Yeah, I do have a telefunken mic that I just got like a month or two ago. <clears throat> hell yeah. It's like a little custom one. It's like black and has a blue grill. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Just, I, first time I used it was at the So What show actually. Oh fuck yeah. yeah. So do I know like my vocalist back in the day? He had to bring his own mic. He wouldn't yeah. use the fucking mic that they provided. Yeah, because there's so much shit. In yeah. The you don't know where it's been. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They're so mean, dirty. Especially after you know the last two years, you're always skeptical about right, right. What you're using. Yeah. Plus the mic, like the telephone, it's a really good mic, so you don't get too much feedback as it like compared to a 58. So I like that mic or the telephone a lot more. Okay, cool. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, what what other uh, kind of equipment are you using? What kind of amps are you? Uh, I'm using a Line 6 Helix for live. Okay. Uh, it's like an all-in-one pedal, like amps, effects, everything. Line 6 does this really well. It's like up there with like Axe effects and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that, but yeah. it's, it's really cool. Like I really enjoy it. It makes just setting up and playing easy. I don't have to Yeah, yeah. Line 6 is real yeah. easy about that with the, with the, the yeah, presets and shit. Exactly. And I don't have to carry around a cab or anything. Yeah. Like, uh, we don't usually play shows anymore that require me to have a guitar cab, so mm-hmm. I just I just plug it straight into the PA where yeah, I just go. DI right directly. Yeah, yeah, straight in. It makes it so much easier. Like the hardest part is really just getting the drums up. <laughs> so do you help the drummer load in and load out? That's a question I love yeah. to ask. Yeah, uh, we try. I try to. Yeah, because it's always a bitch. It's, yeah, you know it, what I mean. It always is, and like sometimes it's like we'll be able to help them all in, and sometimes we're trying to get our stuff in. Yeah, yeah. Has all his stuff in mm-hmm. anyway. And he uh, takes so much longer than everybody else to set up. Yeah, and, you need to yeah. find a good corner. Mm-hmm. You find a good corner in the venue for him to build it. Yeah, right. Real quick before we go on stage. Do y'all ever share equipment with the previous band that came on before? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes we haven't done that in a while though. Have we? Yeah, yeah. Just because cool. it's easier sometimes, yeah. just to leave his setup and. Exactly. Yeah. Usually, it's yeah. just drums if we do that. Right, yeah, right. Cool the band and the cool stuff when it could happen. But. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day when we were playing, dude, I mean, it was it was kind of like, now nah, fuck you, get your own shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's still, for the most part, it just depends, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it's guitar stuff, I don't see anybody sharing guitar amps nowadays, but like, yeah. uh, drum set, like, we played we played with Silent Planet at Club Dada back in okay, yeah. uh, October, and we're, we're good homies with the other local band that played Lost in Separation, so we shared, we backlined their kit, yeah. we shared drum kits. And we played So What Fest. They actually, uh, they provided a drums kit for most. Oh, that's that's a decent kit though. Yeah, it was decent. I don't know. You have to ask your drummer how. Yeah, he would really know, right? Complain about it. Yeah, he had. Yeah. He wasn't complaining. So. That's cool. That's cool. So how did that whole So What Fest come about? How did y'all get that spot, man? Um, we really just we've just been playing with the promoter for since we started. Is that third string? Yeah, third string production. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, we've really just been playing and doing shows with them for. Like since we've been a band, so we just build up the rap with them. Yeah. So whenever they added in, I guess a local stage or enough slots to get local bands, they reached out to us and asked us if we wanted to, wanted to play, and we're like, 
mean, yeah. I mean, I, I want to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I want to do. So cool. That's sick, man. Y'all had a good time. It was a good show. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was hot. We played uh, Friday. Um, we played Friday, and then we just hung out for the rest of the weekend. So by Sunday, we were just just beat, beat. Like yeah. I like I've said this to a few people, but like Fridays of the festival is the day where everybody's getting their footing and like mistakes happen. Everybody's just trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays when everybody gets on lock. Yeah, knows everyone exactly. knows that the 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 last day of the festival is the day to go. Yeah. Or, like, the last day of, like, the, a two-day show is the yeah, day to go. Exactly. Yeah. So the second day is, like, always the best. Usually. Yeah. And the third day always runs smooth for the most part. But everybody's so tired by that day. Mm-hmm. So three long days of, like, uh, just being out there, especially for the crew that works that They have to, I think, oh, the call was 8 a.m. grueling, dude. Like, they were, like, 8 to 1, I think, was their, uh, their call time Shit. for some of the sound guys who I was talking to there. And I'm like... So yeah, by the third day, you're just absolutely mentally just gone. ready to get the yeah, fuck out. Yeah. Plus, the stadium's super huge, and yeah. there's so many stairs. We have to go up. Oh my god, yeah. So that sucked. Just walking stairs all day long. Yeah, walking yeah. stairs all day long, and every time I go up the stairs, I'm like, oh shit, is it over? Yeah. And I look up, it's like fucking 40 more steps. Yeah. Do you want to drink? I'm sure. I'll take water during the Yeah, dude, Liquid Death. That's what they f- gave that's us. That's what they gave us at the show. <laughs> so what? That's what Liquid Death was like a sponsor or something. Fuck yeah. I'm trying to get me a Liquid Death sponsorship. Oh, yeah. So, uh, y'all have any upcoming shows? No, we got nothing uh, at the moment. We're trying to get a few mm-hmm. shows going. Uh, really, it's just kind of waiting and see what comes around. Yeah. Uh, we usually just try to hop on, you know, tours that come through here. If there's a really good local lineup, we'll take that also. Oh, okay. Um. So there's a few shows that we're inquiring about right now coming up, uh, but you know nothing's official yet with anything. So we just gotta wait to hear back. Usually, sometimes you like two weeks beforehand, they're like we got the spot open. Oh no shit! And then you know sometimes it's two months beforehand. So How does like, that work until you like you you have jobs? Yeah, yeah. we do. We <laughs> we just have to. You have to. You just have to kind of plan around knowing you might have this okay. show coming up. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a lot of a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's the thing, dude. Is like, if you're gonna be in a band, it's a commitment. Yeah. And if you're not committed, what are you doing? Exactly. You, know, you just so have like, to be prepared for this. Yeah, yeah. When up. we were practicing, I mean, it was it was three times a week, mm-hmm. at minimum three times a week, maybe more. But we were showing up to the studio three times a week. Yeah, man. That's awesome if you can do that. A lot of bands do not practice that much. No way. Including, no way. <laughs> including us, because it's just hard to get that. Yeah, it's it's not feasible yeah. to get everyone in a yeah. room like that sometimes. So you have to make sure that all your members. <laughs> Are good, mm-hmm. like on like. Trustworthy, like they know the material. They know the material. They you know they can play it. Yeah, for sure. And so that way, when we show up to practice, everybody already knows how to play their part. So we can practice through the song as a band. Yeah. Like we're rehearsing like the the thing is you want to rehearse, practice. You want to practice at home, and it comes to come to rehearsal to actually rehearse the song, not together. Learn the song. Yeah. yeah, you want to know right. the part so. <clears throat> Our members are really good and actually pick up, learn stuff really quickly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a song we played the last couple shows that we practiced. We played two times total before the show, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Wow, well, we already got this tight." It was our second, well, I guess, two like two different practices. We That's played. sick, dude. It takes a while to get a band in sync like that. Yeah, I mean, it just helps. I mean, we're just everybody's just talented, yeah, say, musically, so it makes it easy to figure it out. For sure, right? for sure. How do all y'all meet? So. Um, what was it, 2013? I think 2000, yeah, 2013 is when we, you and I met. Yeah, I first moved up here from uh, Brownsville, Texas. Okay. To uh, go to college, and 
when I was doing homework, I was like, oh, I'm bored. I want to start a band. Just like out of nowhere. So then I go on Craigslist because back then Craigslist was actually cool or not, not super like fucked up. Or super like, weird now. Super weird. Yeah. yeah. Nine years so, ago. So yeah. check. <clears throat> Post looking for someone or like someone who started a band and like he listed Pit for a King, all these bands I was into, and Hell yeah. this guy's post. Yeah, yeah. No way, a Craigslist post? Yeah, I literally made a Craigslist post. And the hell, most, the funniest thing about it is he lived five minutes up the road from me. No right? shit. Yeah. And then we ended up working at the same movie theater together. Dude, that's some weird serendipity. Like. Yeah. We 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 met five on Craigslist five minutes from each other. Then we ended up working at the same job together. What are the chances of yeah. that? Like, that's so, that's insane. Yeah, it just it kind of just clicked in, and then we had a we started a group. They didn't do anything with some uh, other people like okay. out of Arlington. We yeah. go with what was the band called? Between the existence. Between the existence, I think is what yeah. we called. Okay, the band. yeah, yeah. That was, that, was a, that was the first iteration. It was the first iteration. I can't remember what we what we changed the name to. We was a few things, but we never played any shows. We just jammed. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, jam band. Yeah, just a jam band, and then you know when that kind of dissolved, we just him and I just kept going. Hell yeah. Started, and I think this was actually the next project we started after that. Oh no shit. And we just. Kept it going. That's what's up. A weird like pseudo project. What was it called? Like Descendants or something. Yeah, we had another project. We tried to start things a few times. It just didn't kick off. And then. Shit, it's hot outside. Well, good thing I got some liquid death. Y'all be sure to get you some liquid death. Stay cool out there. It's like a hundred degrees outside right now. I'm sweating my ass off at work. Been trying to stay cool. Anyway, y'all get you some mountain water straight from the Alps. Skater owned company, so you know we're supporting it. What's up with that? They got the best merch in the game, everything from dog toys to clothing. Just got me a sweet shirt in the mail. You're gonna see it in an episode eventually. Anyway, y'all check it out. Liquid Death. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna write all this music mm-hmm. and then we'll start it and then we'll find people to come play with. Is that me. how you usually do it? You'll you'll write some riffs and then take it to the band or? Yeah, for like, it, there's a few different, like, differences that happen between songs but for the most part like i'll write a demo on the computer at home yeah. like almost like i'd say like 80 percent done it's like okay. a song front to back i say 80 percent because we're gonna go in there we'll rearrange stuff we'll move stuff maybe rewrite some parts okay that's completely instrumental and we'll go off of that and then uh he'll come up with vocals for it or we'll take it to a producer and then we'll rearrange it then he'll come up with vocals for oh, it nice nice um yeah, and then we track vocals, and then we'll send it off to get mixed. Mm-hmm. So where do y'all usually record at? Um, so there's a few different places that we did. Usually it's either at my house or um, it was our producer, uh, Jojo Cintiano's house. Okay. Um, he lived in Arlington. Um, now he lives out in California. Nice, he nice. moved up that, that fast. Um, yeah, our first DP was self-produced, though, so we did it all at his house. It's so yeah. like it's it's so easy to do it now by yourself. Yeah. Like, why not? You yeah. Know? So, I mean, it's cool to actually do it by yourself if you have it. But yeah. But also, it's like, it was such a stress for me because I'm such a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it was never good enough for me. I Dude. can't separate, separate myself enough from the art. That's how I am. I'm never happy with stuff I record. Yeah. Never. So, it took a while... And what I do is eventually I'm like, okay, start divvying out how it's done. It's like mm-hmm. the first one, we mixed it, mastered it all ourselves. Like I, we recorded it at my house, recorded all the instruments, came over, we did the vocals, I mixed it, then I sent it to him and he mastered it. And then after that, it was like, okay, we'll record it, we'll write it, and then we'll go to somebody else's house, retrack it, and have them mix and master it. And then now we'll, I'll write it. Then we'll go back to another writing session with it. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll send it off to a dude in Sweden to mix now. Jesus. 
Everybody's touching it. Yeah, so the more hands, what I've learned in seeing to be the case, the more hands that touch the music, usually the better it comes out. That's, that's true. Yeah. You get a whole bunch of different inputs. and. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a it's a process. When you're first starting out, it's usually, you usually just want it to be you guys, so you can figure out how you're going to write. Sure. As a person, any, even if you're not writing with anybody else, just as an individual, but when you get more into the industry, it usually helps to to get more hands on it because you get more experience, mm-hmm. you get more perspective on it. And, yeah. uh, it's also like a double-edged sword. Like if you get too many cooks in the kitchen, then yeah, yeah. you fuck up the whole process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, exactly. So who, who's some of y'all's influences musically? Um, who are y'all listening to? Ooh, I'm gonna listen, right now I'm listening to like Loathe, Void of Vision, are like probably my two most played artists right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm jamming, uh, gosh, I'm, what am I jamming? Like Fit for King's new song just came out. Mm-hmm. Really good. Super heavy. Super good return to form for them. Uh, Spirit Box, great stuff. Yeah, I like Spirit um, Box. Yeah. Um, there's this new band called Mood Ring that just we I found on Twitter like a yeah. month ago. Really? So I noticed you're a Deftones fan, right? Yeah. They are like what modern like. Yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like the Deftones. Really? I, I would say I'm gonna have to check them out. Yeah, you should sync that wave. That you'll be like, oh shit, this is Deftones. Hell yeah. Yeah, it sounds just like Deftones, but a more modern, younger version. It's called Mood Ring. Yeah, Mood Ring. Uh, yeah, Deftones also Deftones. Probably one of my favorite bands of all For time. For sure. Uh, we just went and saw the Deftones like a month ago. Oh, when they were here? Yeah, two months yeah. ago. Hell yeah. Yeah, we fucking messed up. I so blasted that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we messed up because I'm like, it won't sell out. And then it sold out. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I've missed Deftones every concert they've come mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. So I I made him and I. How much did we pay? Like 100 bucks or something? We paid like 130 bucks. It's worth it though, dude. Yeah. It's worth it. I've never seen Deftones. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe yeah, I that's, that's one of the things, dude. Like, I'm I'm okay with spending the money on concert tickets and shit like yeah. that because you're that's an experience you're gonna remember, yeah. dude. Exactly. And then you're gonna like if you don't go, you're gonna like regret it. Yeah, you're gonna regret it. See everybody posting it, and you're like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, you don't know when some of these bands are gonna come back either, especially the older artists. Yeah, for sure. They just don't tour as often. Yeah, I think like I went to Motley Crue's like final concert they did here, and it yeah. was it was cool as fuck, man. Like, it, yeah. What was y'all's like first concert you ever went to though? My first concert. We just did like an article about this. Mm-hmm. My first concert was was Cheap Trick, Heart, and Journey. Like that's like oh that's cool. That's like my first actual like national concert that I've been to. Yeah. But, like, my first, like, metal concert, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a goodie. It was The Devil Wars Prada, Haste the Day, Story of the Year, and All That Remains. That's a good lineup. That was a sick yeah. lineup. Yeah, that is an insane lineup. It was insane. Mo- I was only, like, yeah. what, 13, 14? Oh, yeah, that's going to hit yeah. you. That's going to hit you. You were in the crowd. You were in I the was club. in the crowd with my yeah. girlfriend. We were just, like, getting tossed and turned. It felt right, like right. Ocean, just, like, going with the waves. Hell, yeah. It's, like, insane. It's like a revolutionary experience when you're 13 years old. Yeah, dude, that just like that. that grips you by the soul right there. Yeah, you just it changes you after mm-hmm. you come out of that pit. Seriously, straight up, dude. Yeah, that was my first like actual. If you ever get in like a good pit, dude, like it, yeah. it's it's a it's an experience, dude, because yeah. like it's not as violent as you think, and it's not like as like mean and aggressive, and like everyone in there is pretty fucking chill. Yeah, right. You know, for the most part, like they're gonna help you up. Yeah. You know, in a good pit, people are gonna help you up. They're yeah. not gonna try and aggressively hit you. You yeah, know. The pits that I like, but there are those pits where like the crowd kills come out and specifically try to like, fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the dudes fighting invisible ninjas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are other dudes that like target the people on the edges. Yeah, the crowd like, killers. Swinging elbows and shit for no reason. Yeah, it's kind of unnecessary. Yeah, it's totally unnecessary. But if you're doing yeah. your own thing, then 
that's yeah, I get it. It's a hot take to say that nowadays that you hate crowd killers, but man, because then they think you're a pussy and all this shit. Like, I like oh, it pisses me off, honestly. Like, but goddamn, we're trying to see a show. Like, I don't want to yeah, get my nose. Like, I want to, like, I want to pee. I want it to be wild, but I don't want to get my nose broken. Anymore. For sure, yeah. There's push pits, there's circle pits, there's mm-hmm. a way wall of deaths. You can do some intense, intense pits. Yeah. That do not hurt anybody. And if you know mosh pit etiquette, too, it's like pick somebody back you up. You pick them back up. You yeah. Them down, you pick them right back up. Exactly. about hurting people. But some people just want to hurt other well, people. Well, yeah, I think they, they think that the idea is to hurt people. Yeah. And it's not. And you're just pushing around and vibing yeah, out. Yeah, energy up. Yeah. Dude, I saw one of the sickest wall of deaths at a, um, man, I was at a Slayer and a Lamb of God concert. Oh, nice. Dude, it was, at, uh, it was at Dos Equis or whatever they call it now. But you know the big lawn? Yeah. Dude, I'm talking people from top to bottom and a huge wave just smashed into each other, dude. And me and my bass player were right in the fucking middle of it when it smashed, <laughs> I swear to God. And my bass player at the time, dude, he's like 6'6". Six, six. Oh he's the only one I could see over everybody, and I'm just like getting fucking trampled and shit. And, <laughs> but he's just standing, like, standing pushing people. I mean, he was a beastly dude, but nice. yeah, it was a sick wall of death. Cool. Uh, at the same place, Jusecki's, I saw Slipknot and Lamb of God. 2015. I think I was there. Were you there? I think so, yeah. yeah. So were you in the, the uh, were you in the lawn for that one? I always sit in the lawn. Oh, yeah, I was in the lawn. There was somebody in the lawn. I don't know if you saw it, but during Lamb of God set, somebody set the grass on yeah, fire. Yeah, they were setting it on fire. Yes. Yeah. And, and there was like yes. around him. 100%. Like, oh, the first person I was I, there, yeah. yeah. I was. You're the first person I've ever met that was there. That Dude, day. yeah, it's wild. They were setting, and it like happened multiple times. They would yeah. put it out, and then they'd go to another spot and just start another fucking fire. And you'd yeah. see this little, like, people dancing around a fire and shit. I know, it was crazy. It did not last long before no, the game shut that down. No, it was, like, five minutes. Yeah, but it was cool, like, yeah. when I saw it, I was like, it was barely on when I saw it. Like, Fuck yeah. Dang, this isn't even, this isn't even the headliner yet that night. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the most violent Slipknot show I've ever been to, and I, and this is, like, post-2012, I know, before then, back in the day, this is, like, a completely different story. But I was at Dosecchi's. It was um, 2014. It was Halloween. Actually. Okay. Slip at Slipknot and Corn were playing, and there was like a I don't know. There was like a vibe. In That's the a air. good Halloween show. Yeah, dude. there was like a vibe in the air that night. I walked in. It's like somebody's gonna get fucked up. Oh yeah, you can just and feel I, it. I saw like ten people get carried on the stretchers that night. Shit. I've never seen that before. I've never seen that since then. That That's night. Halloween night, dude. Yeah, it was Halloween, and it was Slipknot. Fuck yeah. It was like their one of their first tours after like. <clears throat> Their bass player died, mm. and um, so it was like a lot of people showed up for it. It was cool. It was a great, uh, great concert. I, I remember that one fondly. Yeah, that's tight. Do y'all do a lot of things together as a band? Are y'all always together? Uh, me and him mostly. Yeah. Sometimes we'll hang out with our bassist a lot. We don't usually hang out with our drummer too much though, except except that shows. Yeah. Yeah, we do practices and stuff together. He lives in Arlington. Oh, okay. So it's live, kind of a drive. Yeah, he, we all live in like Plano Garland. We all live with like 15 minutes of each other. Gotcha. Like an hour away. So we'll bring him out sometimes whenever he can make the drive to come out and hang out. But, yeah, it's usually him and I, and we'll bring our bass player in. Mm-hmm. And we'll go do stuff. We'll go to concerts together and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like we're supposed to go to the Era concert together. I don't know if yeah. our drummer's going to go, but definitely me, Chris, and John are bassist. Okay, yeah, I think it's good to do things together as a band, man. Yeah. Like you, you get a tighter vibe together in relationship, you know, because you, you spend time with these people on stage all the time, and you, you just – you can see if, like, there's not really a connection in a band, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it, I yeah. think it's good to do things together. Is there is there something y'all do, like, 
outside of music together? Or, like, not together, but, I mean, like, do you do other things outside of the band? I mean, him and I play video games together. All oh, okay, time. okay. Yeah, we just fucking dueled Yu-Gi-Oh! right now on our phones. Yeah, we Fuck play, yeah. <laughs> play Yu-Gi-Oh! on our phones. The new game that came out a few months ago, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Yeah, we yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Lies Kids. So when we came out, we That's kind of cool. I hadn't heard of that yet. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like the full game and everything, and all the cards free to play. No shit. Uh, playing every day for, like, the past two two weeks too yeah, i'm gonna check so that we, out too so we just been uh we just dueled each other earlier and, yeah yeah uh i was like dang this used to be a whole card setup fuck right yeah here. i had to pay all this money for these cards and i just got this i didn't pay shit for any of these cards damn like, like that amusing how much does it cost like 300 400 or something yeah in real life it's like a 300 400 dollar deck you got it for and then you just play in the game and you yeah know, that's right? sick so it's like it's, I didn't know they did that, man. I used to have a fat stack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, man. Dude, it just the game just came out this year, so it's like yeah. uh, it's on your phone, it's on it's on PC, Xbox. Hashtag ad. Yeah, it's on literally everything. You can and you can connect your uh, profile, so you get the same decks and same things between your phone. Your oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Whatever game system you have, uh, but. Yeah, we play a lot of video games. We play League of Legends too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we play too much time spending that game. Definitely. Well, speaking of like wasted time, I guess what's like the most uh, used app on your phone? Ooh, the most used app. Can I check? Is there one yeah, yeah. Check? check it out. What's what's Mine's the most? Definitely Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Are you you just looking at forums and shit, or? I just get on Reddit and I just start scrolling. I yeah. see anything. Like you can follow anything on Reddit. Like it's like any community. Any. It's all like you know. It's all sub forums. Yeah, just sub posts and shit. Yeah. So like Star Wars, League of Legends, music, metalcore music. Like you literally, there's just a metalcore form. Yeah, just yeah. Talking about metalcore music. Uh, <laughs> it, um, says, it says mine is Master Duel, the Yu-Gi-Oh one, and then YouTube. YouTube? Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you looking at YouTube a lot? Just watching YouTube, videos and shit. Watching random stuff. I'm watching uh, streamer clips, science, nerdy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Insects in space. Um, a bunch of anime stuff, and uh, whatever random shit pops up. Hell yeah. Anything on my recommended. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Let me ask you another kind of weird question. How do you how do you guys experience time? Is it generally move kind of slow for you, or is it just a just a fast speed and bullet? I think for me it depends on like the environment that I'm in. If, if I'm hanging with good friends and like having a good time, it passes by fast. Yeah. But if I'm just like super bored and like not really doing much, then it tends to drag. How about on like a bigger scale, on like a year long scale? Does time move slow year to year, or does it like? That's for me. Yeah. It's yeah, every year's fast. Faster. Every year's faster. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, every year's faster. And the older I get, the more time feels to be going faster. For sure, dude. I feel like, and the pace of life itself is just so fucking fast now. Yeah, like, when I was, like, 13 years old, I remember it was a summer, we just played, like, I, my friends and I in the neighborhood played a lot of video games, went outside, just did all this crap. Yeah, yeah. And I really, like, think back, and it's like, man, that was, like, the longest summer ever. It's like, it was only three months. Oh, it felt so long, yeah, though. It felt like right? an eternity. I felt like, you know, like, so much stuff went down. And then now summer happens, and I'm like, man, I feel like some, it's just May. Now it's about to be July. It's almost it's, over. Yeah, it's yeah. almost over. And I felt like I was just in the just starting summer. Now it's like it's, for sure, dude. I feel the same way. It just gets faster and faster every year. Yeah. Um, speaking of July, what's what do y'all think is the most metal way to spend Fourth of July? Most metal way, shit. Dude, probably I don't know. You just gotta go hard, probably. Go hard, know, blow some harder, shit up. Harder than <laughs> I will go. Throw some Roman candles in both hands. Right. Yeah, probably harder than I would go yeah. on Fourth of July, but yeah, just go hard as hell. Probably get out your uh, your liquid seltzer. There we go. Have y'all ever lit bottle rockets from your hands? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Fucking do it. 
It's just spraining in the face with sparks and shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know some people that are like, like, I'm gonna fucking do it. Oh, dude, yeah. You ever had one like shoot off fucking crazy and like almost hit someone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that happened like a couple years ago. Like, oh, yeah. I was with my cousins. We were trying to shoot off into the field, but then it went crazy and it hit like, yeah, it hit the neighbor's house. Oh. Uh, someone in the family got pissed and it started all this drama and it, it just went <laughs> yeah. wild from there. They're shooting yeah. fireworks at us. Yeah, they're, they're gonna like, burn down my house. Everything we were aiming at the house. Yeah, and yeah. It just went wild. Wow, that's cool. I mean, I've never, and my Fourth of July times never were that crazy. We usually just, it's usually just kickbacks. Yeah. Day, right? Burgers and hot dogs, baby. Burg- yeah, burgers and hot dogs, some beer, and just chilling. I get that. Pretty much it. Like we don't get, we don't get wild, and mm-hmm. at least not my family or my or friend group. I'm not. I'm kind of the same, man. It's yeah. just it's more just kind of. She doing fireworks, hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, even we usually don't even get fireworks that often. Oh, okay. We usually just hang out. And we'll watch whatever fireworks go up in the air. Yeah. It always costs so much nowadays. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. At least like two hundred, three hundred for some like decent. Yeah. To to have like a decent like Fourth of July fireworks show, you got to spend like you said about three hundred bucks. Wow. I didn't even know that. I've never see. I've never yeah. bought fireworks, so I don't know. It's wild. I mean, because you can go there and you'll buy like fifty bucks, and that was like ten minutes. And now you're out of now you're out of shit. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You just get those brown poppers. <clears throat> yeah. And, little snakes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you guys, like a guitar player, like what's what's like the best riff you ever heard, or like your favorite riff to play? Um, I don't know. Like the best riff has changed over time. One of the most iconic riffs to me when I, I remember younger, just hearing the riff, it changed like a lot of things. Was uh. I'm a huge Breaking Benjamin fan. Okay. Like, they're my favorite band of all time. Uh, they have this song on their album Phobia called Evil Angel. Yeah. And, like, the, like, they play some guitar harmonics in that riff, and it just hit me as, like, 13. It was like, wow. Yeah, my yeah. My mind was blown. Like, that something could, that cool could happen. They're a really melodic band, too, you know? Yeah. So, like, they, I, I love them, man. Yeah, they're I sick. mean, I'm obsessed with them. All their songs sound the same, but I don't care. Like, I don't care just, either, they, dude. They, they get a pass. They get a pass. Breaking yeah. Benjamin get the pass. For like, sure. So, in my book, anyway. So, yeah, I'm obsessed with them. We even got a, a tattoo of them. Oh, fuck there. yeah. You yeah. got their, their logo there. Yeah, I got the logo there. Um, but, yeah, that, I think that's the riff that really sticks out to me. I'm trying to think. There's a different one. I was. It's hard to think yeah. on the spot like yeah. that. There's the new uh, Secret Garden by Spirit Box. Okay, uh, yeah. That opening riff, I don't know why. Yeah, that just riff got stuck in my head. Yeah. Like, that's the, my most played Spirit Box song, because that riff. That's a good song. That opening yeah, riff is just yeah. my favorite riff that they've done. So. Spirit Box is dope, man. They just kind of came on the scene like in the past, like I want to say, like five years? Yeah, you yeah. Know? They hadn't really been around too long, really. No, dude, and like before even before COVID, they were like they were super small. Obscure. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because like, do, have you heard of a band called I Wrestled a Bear once? Yeah, dude, yeah, fuck yeah. Some of the I think that the singer was the new vocalist for I Wrestled a Bear once, and the guitarist was the same one. I think. Oh no way! I would have never guessed that. Yeah, it came from that band, and I guess that's yeah. how they. That's so different. Them. Like that's is, that's yeah. way different yeah. styles. You're right. They did come from I Wrestled a Bear once. Both yeah. the guitar player and the vocalist were in I Wrestled. You see that a lot in metal bands, though. Like, um, what's his name from All Shall Parish went to. Um, fuck, what was it? I don't remember what Suicide Silence and All Shall Parish. They oh, had like yeah, a right. their vocalist, wasn't it? I think. I think so. I might be getting that mixed up. I don't listen to that. But you see that a lot with, like, guitar players will go to another band. And, like, there's this one guitar player, Jason um, Reeves or Riverson or something like that. Richardson? Richardson. Yeah. 
dude is bad. Yeah, that dude, and that dude started in Deathcore. He was in Chelsea. Yeah, Grin. Chelsea Grin. That's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. So he he's bounced around so yeah. many bands, dude. But yeah. he's so good. Yeah, that dude was that dude was too good for Chelsea's Grin. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I like think so too. He quit Chelsea's Grin. Mm-hmm. And I like some old Chelsea's Grin, but yeah, there's a reason they quit. Like, mm-hmm. but he was just he was above them. Way beyond what they could do. Uh, and that dude does some cool stuff now. Like he has amp sims out. Like, yeah, like, dude, I see that. He's got his own plugins. Yeah, he does. It's dope. It's like, but yeah, this dude really made the right choice for yeah. like at least as his brand. Six to eight, and you stream it online at knowin.com slash now. I love his solo stuff that he does. Yeah, he, I mean, he just he just goes hard. He's so hard, oh, dude. He just he's an incredible player. Oh yeah. So yeah, I love uh, I love Jason. Speaking of incredible players, is there like a player now or deceased that y'all would love to like jam or work with? Hmm. Who would I love to work with? Maybe Surge from System of a Down. That sounds. That's a cool Surge talking. Yeah, because yeah. he. Obviously into like the hard rock yeah. vibes, but he also does orchestral like arrangements and stuff. Yeah, and I think like his insight on how to compose music and such would be like. He's got a very good, a uh, very eclectic taste on how he looks at stuff, and like I love how he'll put like a, a high vocal where you just don't expect it. Yeah, some very out of the box. Yeah, thing. some real melodical, and there's like a crazy breakdown going on or something, and he's singing in this high falsetto yeah, or yeah, something. That's the kind of mind that I want to work with. Fuck like, yeah. What can you? How crazy can we take this while making it still mm-hmm. sound good? I liked his, when he stepped out and did his solo stuff, too. Like, Empty Walls is a great song. Yep. I love Surge, dude. System of a Down, they're, they're, shout out System of a Down. Yeah, <laughs> they're absolutely my favorite band, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, like, in middle school, jamming Surge's solo stuff and mm-hmm. buying all the, the albums, CDs, and the books that he put out, too. Dude, I remember when I, the first time I heard System was Pogo. Bounce, Pogo, 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 bounce, Pogo, Pogo, Pogo. Like, dude, that, I love that shit. And that was on Toxicity, I think. With the uh, with prison song and that one got me too. I was like, oh, dude. Wow. This is just a great album. Oh, front to back, yeah. it's great. Yeah. I think the one I my first introduction to System of a Down was a uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. They had okay, yeah, yeah. In there. Oh, and, that's a, yeah, and, that's a fun uh, one to play. Yeah, and I was like, I remember hearing it, playing that song for the first time. Like, man, what the? What, mm-hmm. I was like blown. Like, what the hell is this? This is wild. Oh, what the hell, boy? I was just like, what is? This is so different. So from, different from anything else I had mm-hmm. heard beforehand. Um, I think it was like, I was probably like 12 or 13. I was still around, around the same time. So they recently just started touring again. Yeah, yeah they just That's put crazy. out two songs. I, I can't think. wait to go see them, man. Like two years ago? Was it a year ago? It's been a while, actually. Been, now. I think it's been a year ago. Right. Yeah, they put out two songs, and they were they were decent, uh, to me at least. Anyway, I don't right. know what like, the hardcore fans think. I, yeah, I don't, they can do no wrong to me, man. Like. Yeah, I, I feel like, obviously... What, I don't think it's as good as their old stuff. However, I am glad that they are working together and still putting out music for the causes that they believe in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. shout out to them. Respect. Doing their thing. For sure. Respect, bro. What do you guys think sucks about metal music? Sucks. Most of it sounds the same. The Most of it sounds the same. It sounds the same. Like, the oversaturation. Um, <clears throat> like, there's just, there's so many metal bands I look at and I'm like, did you put any effort into writing this? Yeah. Because I, like... You do the same thing. I can tell you what's about to happen. Yeah, song, it's too right? predictable. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, the lyrics are boring. The structure is boring. 
like I like there's some offenders of it that are super popular too like I do not like I Prevail but there's a lot of people that like I Prevail but I think and they just everything sounds so weak coming out of them you think it's just like radio rock yeah it's too radio for me like yeah. they got some heavy Jeez, stuff like, how could you say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, they, they've got like they've got that one song I can't remember what it is bow down bow down yeah, yeah that's the yeah. one everybody likes and even I don't like that song but I'm like when I don't like something, I'm really picky about like. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that will come out of this. Well, you take pride in your work as an artist, so when you hear some bullshit, you're like, "Man, fuck that! That's some yeah. bullshit." Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I might like. I might yeah. like unfairly take a crap on like I mm-hmm. prevail on what they do because I. I'll be honest, I don't listen to a ton of their stuff. But the stuff I've heard, I'm just like, this is so boring. Yeah, I feel uh, you. But like even outside of that, like the popular bands, just like there's so many, like obscure bands that come around, and I'm just like. I feel like I've just heard this happen. What do y'all think? Of, you heard Ice Nine Kills? Yeah, I've seen that. What do you think about them? I great. They're into like yeah. I think it's a new genre almost of like horror core. Yeah, so it's like horror kind of cinematic. Almost. Cinematic yeah, horror, like theater mixed with core, yeah. like. And I don't, in, I don't. When I can tell, like the music, even if it's generic or repetitive, if I can tell, like that they act. This is the music they want to make. Yeah, hundred percent. No, they're not. They're not catering to anyone. Makes it good. Ice Nine Kills is one of those bands that they kind of crafted their own market for like for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, horror, yeah. the horror stuff because they've always had horror influences in their um, in their music all the way to the first step. Like first step, like yeah, they were more kind of scene. Yeah, back the, in the like day. even the scene stuff, like the greatest story ever told, fantastic mm-hmm. song. But even that has a little bit of horror vibes into it. For sure. It. So they kind of just kept going into that that theme with their band which was smart and it made them stick out in the end yeah. like, oh horror theme like the the American Psycho song they just put out like a year ago yeah. like, I was jamming that song I was too I was too like, I love that movie too I was like man you did you did justice they really movie. did dude yeah. like I, I really dig the whole cinematic thing they got going yeah. with it it's, it's cool it brings a whole nother level yeah. to it rather than just the, the music because you know the music video is almost just as important sometimes yeah. and, and I was watching y'all's videos like just before you got here uh, who's like doing that for y'all like the the what was it um third path the oh. video videos on that are dope yeah. dude we do we, third, that? no third path was the, the oh, animated video yeah, yeah it's the animated a, one we found a random dude on yeah, fiverr maybe. no shit yeah. just he was fiverr like artist just typed in what i wanted found him talked to them through the details they're like yeah i'll do it so I'm like okay then he just sends us that like the very first rough draft we sent, that was it. Like, no way. That's the that's first the draft. draft. They were like, "This is wild, dude." I'm like, "That's cool." I don't know how we just struck gold first try. Like, <laughs> it's a dope video. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, he's, he's really talented. I mean, he's from yeah. like some foreign country. Yeah, I don't know where he's from. He's, I don't know. He's in Indonesia. some European country. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I have to look at his like Instagram again. He's like, that's cool that people just want to fuck with y'all like that though. Yeah, and, I mean, so it was cool. Like, yeah, we just found him on Fiverr, and then we got a. A badass video out of it that I'm like, wow, this I don't know anybody else and like actually as a person who could have done this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there is, but I just don't know. I liked your other video, Fractured. Y'all kind of playing all back to back with each other in a oh, circle. Yeah. That's a cool. That's a cool scene, dude. Yeah. That was visual, visually nice looking. Like, uh, who did that video for you? Um, our bass player's roommate, actually. Oh shit! So y'all, y'all do everything in house, or? Uh, we a lot of the videos were done in house until recently. Mm. Uh, the third path one was the first one we did out of house, and we just got back a uh, a rough draft for a music video we just shot. Actually, like right before we walked in the door here, like we were pulled up in my car, parked out there, and we, I saw we just got the video. Sent. Oh, cool! So we watched it real quick out cool. there. 
Um, and we hired a guy that's based out of Austin to come up mm-hmm. and do it. Um, so yeah, we're just moving out more, just more out of house stuff. Uh, but he, the last video that he did for us, our, um, his name is Zach. The last <laughs> video he did for us was our song Bleeding Hand. Yeah. Our, definitely our most popular song. Um, and he did the video for that. And it's like, we're like in this white. In the what? That's the white room one? The white room one. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool one. Uh, yeah, the Infinity Room or something. It's just like white. It's like, and it was cool. Uh, he did that one, and that's the last one he did. Um, and then we started moving out. He wanted to do some other things. We wanted to do some other things, so we just. As a band, do you guys have a budget? Do y'all like? Yeah. Do you do things to like build money and generate money for your band? You have to, right? Yeah, like the, basically any money we make just goes right. It goes back right back into it. Like right. T-shirt sales. Yeah, yeah. We don't pocket any of that. It just goes right back into whatever the next. That's thing. how you have to do yeah. it. Yeah, like whenever we get paid by the venues, which is rare, yeah, we just pay that straight back into like yeah. paying for the cost of the studio time to record new songs, mm-hmm. new merch, um, like printing shirts, like anything. So yeah. t- tell me about your merch. I mean, where, where can they find that? Uh, are you, y'all have a website or? Bandcamp. Yeah, it's on our Bandcamp uh, dot com. You can also go to our Instagram or our Twitter and at uh, uh, TX and we have a link in our bio that will take you to our links in bio. site yeah, links in that will have uh, a link to our merch directly. For sure. Yeah, I was checking your stuff out. There's some cool shirts, man. Yeah, thank you. have to get one. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, we just got new uh, prints of them actually about a month ago for the yeah. festival, so we still have some stuff, uh, some shirts left over. Do yeah, y'all – Go ahead. Oh, we're trying to print a new design. Like, have you ever played Elden Ring or heard of it? Yeah, I know of it. Yeah, so we're trying to get – new design based off of that oh that's cool yeah so put too much time into that video games so for like it's in the drafts right now it's, it's near completion for the dra- rough draft of it in the computer and then when we get that out we're, we're gonna do like try a pre-order shirt for the first time yeah do you know ronnie the witch mm-hmm. uh, she's like the blue girl with like four arms okay so like do a design based off of her that's tight it's gonna be weird. Do y'all always have a lot of heavy input into this stuff, or do you, um, are y'all designing everything? Or? We don't design it directly. Some different people design it. My brother's a graphic designer. Okay. A lot of stuff. That's handy. Um, we paid some people for designing shirts. Usually, we'll kind of do what his vision is visually. Right. Um, and then he'll like communicate to that to the designer, and then they'll like put make it off based on that. It's all a collab. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so, <laughs> do y'all know there's a band in the 90s called Threnody? Yes. Yeah, dude, there's actually a couple <laughs> called Threnody. And I was talking to him about this, like, a couple months ago. Really? Yes. One of them came back, a resurgence. Yeah. Yeah, there was one that made a resurgence from the 90s and had stuff in, like, not on Spotify, but on the YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. YouTube music. They kind of we got listed under the same band as them. I noticed yeah. that, and we're like, this is so weird. But in like these band, like, so we might get be looking into getting it trademarked pretty soon. But we're like, well, these bands kind of just like stopped. They just stopped. Why not? Ago. Yeah. Nobody knew this band either. Like, yeah. They had, I didn't know until I googled Joe. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this this is another band in the '90s called Threnody. Yeah, exactly. They were in a metal band too. Yeah, uh, and that's the weird thing is yeah. they're they're another metal yeah. band. <laughs> All the Threnodys have been metal bands. Oh, okay. Uh, how did y'all go about picking Threnody as a name? Because you know what, obviously Threnody is a, a like a song to a a dead, a deceased loved one or something. Yeah. So it was me that pretty much came up with it because in college I was in this music appreciation class and That's we were cool. covering uh yeah, recovering uh Christoph Pendreski's work. I can't pronounce it properly. However, he does have a piece called 
Serenity for the Victims of Hiroshima, mm -hmm. which really caught my attention. Just like because that piece has like over thirty or forty uh, violins going on all at once. Oh wow! And, like, and they're all playing like these really dissonant notes, and it's just a whole, a whole insane like roller coaster of emotions. That's cool. Piece. But I just thought that was really interesting, and, and I wanted to apply like that thematic of a song written for the purpose of lamenting someone or something yeah. um, to our, like, philosophy, which, like, taking something, like, the sadness and sorrows of life and turning them into, like, getting a new perspective on, like, you understand the sadness and you could take joy out of, like, like you could appreciate joy. And yeah, absolutely. Because of that. Yeah, you got to have the light with the dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's all about, like, our, th our themes nowadays are based on, like, that light and dark, like, that balance. Yeah. That's cool, man. I, I like that. You got to have a band with some substance behind it, man. There's got to be a, an idea, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you can say any idea is kind of overplayed. I would say mm -hmm. nowadays, it's just your own take on it what makes it unique. For sure. Right. There's so many. There's a lot of bands that you know write songs about that or have those themes. Um, but I just think you know, just based on how you how you perceive it and how you put it into the world that makes it unique and different. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, just having another band out there named Trinity, I don't think is going to be an issue for you. No, I don't think it will. I don't think so. I think if you guys jump on a trademark soon, I mean, because you guys seem to be gaining some steam lately. And so, I mean, just playing So What and everything. So, I mean, I'd hop on a trademark quick, guys. Yeah, I think we're the most popular Trinity so far. I think so. Yeah, we're definitely the most popular Trinity so far. That's not saying a lot, but there's a lot. We definitely are so... I'm like, those bands coming back, I'm like, are they just coming back to throw out a song just, you know, for the fun of it? Mm -hmm. Are they trying to start, like, actually get back in the grind of it? I don't really know, but, uh, you know, the worst case that happens, we have to read brand is Threnody TX. There's so, there's a... So you've thought of, about it. Yeah, there's a few yeah. other bands Kublai that... Kublai TX. Kublai Khan TX. Darko US. Darko US. Yeah. Uh, uh, Unity, there's a band from here called Unity. And they were just Unity for the longest time. Now they're just Unity TX. Officially oh, okay. Because they had to. I guess there's another Unity out there. Soon you're going to start seeing people being the official Trinity. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Ultimate Trinity. Yeah. yeah. The one true Trinity. Yeah. Like, it's weird because Kublai Khan had to change their name to Kublai Khan TX because am I, like, there's some band from like 20 years ago yeah. and they came out and started throwing a bitch fit about it. And like, basically, oh like... God. Just let it die. Yeah, like, <laughs> band, who, dude... Who cares? Like, Seriously. Like, if your band was never even ex nearly as successful mm -hmm. as Kublicon actually was, like, the my opinion, the true Kublicon. So, like, why don't you change your name to a different, like, add in a, you know, the yeah. DX or whatever you're from. Yeah. There and, was one band called Villains, and they had to go through the same thing where they had to change their name. I think I, n I remember this. Yeah, Villains, and then they changed it to Youth. But then that was also taken, so they had to change it to Youth Forever. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah. That's crazy. How, how did you guys get started in music? How did I get started? Um, guitar Hero, man. I, I put it all back in Guitar Hero. When I really? played Guitar Hero for the first time, I got so hooked on it. I was so addicted to it for summer. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to play real guitar now. Uh, and then, yeah, I pretty much got the real guitar and just started learning. How long have you been playing? Uh, almost 10 years. No I started when I was – no, I – like almost closer to 15 i mean um are you self-taught for the most part i started when i was 14 so i'm 27 now so like 14 and a half years or yeah. 13 and a half um uh i took lessons for three months and then after that it was just wasn't for you or what no but like my parents just didn't want to pay for oh it i got you, got you. <laughs> so i but i do think it helped a lot i played for 
I played for a summer on my own, and I kind of, I picked up some things just trying to do my best. Yeah. And then eventually I was able to get lessons um, for a few months, and that really helped springboard me after that. And the rest is pretty much self-taught after that. Like, I think I would if I could go back, I would probably stay in the lessons just because I could get more out of it. But where I stopped was definitely enough for me to yeah. carry on without a, a mentor or a teacher after For that. sure, for so. sure. How'd you get started? I, I've been doing music since I was like a wee little toddler. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you remember those little speaker boxes that had little cords sticking out of Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd always sing into those. <clears throat> like, I don't know if I could record. I don't know what I was doing back then, but I was always singing along to like Pokemon theme songs. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, little karaoke <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Yeah, just like I was singing super young. And then um, I first get, started getting into, like, screaming okay. when I started listening to, like, Event Sevenfold in middle school. Yeah, yeah. There's a song that specifically I trained to a lot. It's called Breaking Their Hold. Mm-hmm. You heard of that one. Yeah. That one's a lot of screaming, so I thought that was fucking cool. How did you find out you could scream? How did I find out I could scream? I just tried it. Just went for it. Like, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I listened to a lot of Fit for a King back in the day, so I mainly trained my lows. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like I moved up here where I started doing like my higher screams. Yeah. And I didn't know I could do those until I listened to like Prada's um, uh, Death Throne. Yeah. Okay. Once I started listening to Death Throne a while. Like, no, your highs sound nice, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. So. Your your regular clean high vocals sound nice too, man. Like. You like the singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you can sing your ass off, man. Yeah, I sure. I wasn't always the best singer, but I feel like I've progressed a lot more. Yeah, so you, you definitely learned, grew into your talent. Yeah, yeah. so now yeah. I feel comfortable like doing songs with more singing. Like as yeah. back in the day, I was like, eh, I'll do like a screaming chorus. But we already have a lot of those, so I probably need to do more singing. It breaks yeah. it up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in. He was great at the beginning too. But we listened the other day, or maybe it was a few weeks ago. We listened to our very first song we put out mm-hmm. uh, on Spotify, "Broken People." We listened to that one, and then we listened to the newest song. I'm like, man, your vocals are like you're like. A Beforehand, you sounded like the guy from The Devil Wears Prada. Now mm. you sound like Austin Atkinson. You sound like yourself. Sound like yourself. Yeah. You came into yourself. Yeah. That's a lot, cool. A lot of people say that, so I'm just like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll trust it. I'll believe it. Yeah. And I'll just keep like, doing my thing. I think it's a great sound, man. I mean, because, you know, like, when you when you are a scream vocalist, you, you kind of are the sound of the band in a way, you know. And I, I think it's it fits y'all perfectly. With, with your guitar riffs and, and, your, and your drummer, y'all mesh really well, man. You sound really tight, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we put a lot of effort into uh, doing. I go back, I sit at the computer for hours, like, yeah. going back and forth, but changing like just drum beats around, like changing guitar riffs around. I'll yeah, record he's, it. he's always doing demos. Like today, he was showing me like this bass plug, and he just got and doing the MIDI for it for a demo. Oh yeah. Yeah, for one of the next songs we're about to, like in our process, like I just wrote, we wrote this one. Now we need to take it to the producer and go through the writing process with him. Um. That will usually result in, you know, riffs being moved around, maybe mm-hmm. some stuff taken out, maybe some new parts added in. How long does that process take for you to, from you go to where you've got it on a project to, like, a finished track? Depends. Like, I think if you, I mean, if you add in all the time between doing stuff, it takes, sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it moves pretty quick. Uh, but, I mean, like, like beforehand, I, like, back in the day, I'd spend, like, two or three weeks writing a song. Mm-hmm. Maybe a month sometimes. Yeah. And now I can, uh, when I sit down to write a song, I can usually get a pretty good front-to-back idea out in a, le- a week. That's um, pretty quick. Um, Especially for instrumentation. Yeah. yeah. I What I've learned is that the if the faster I try to finish it, the usually the better it comes out because my mind is still 
in the area. Yeah, the yeah. If I don't, if I stop the idea, come back and I take don't do anything for a month and I come back, my mind's not. There. You can't do that. You're not in the same vibe. And yeah. music is so situational, man. Like yeah. once once you're out of that pocket and you go do something else, it's hard to get back in that pocket. Yeah. So sometimes I won't I won't start a song unless I know I have a. I have like the next two weeks. I'll have yeah, time yeah. here to actually just go dig deep into the song and knock it out. Well, you want to put your best into it. You, know? exactly. you don't want to put any half out shit, shit yeah. out. So and we'll do that, and you know, so like I'll spend a week on that, and then the last thing we did with a producer, he, since he lives in California now, like I send him the files, pull them up on his computer, then we right. get up on FaceTime, and then we'll go back and forth writing stuff, sending stuff back and forth over uh, Google Drive. That makes it easy. Yeah, and we'll do that maybe like. Th- two or three sessions, right. like for a couple hours at a time, and then we'll get it in a pretty good spot. And now, so that one's just instrumentally. At, I would say like the done part for the pre-production, and now we just need to do his vocals on on it. Then I'll send it off to another guy, and we'll have him go over the production again one more time, uh, and then mix it, master. Yeah. So. so you could be looking at like a month-long process. Yeah, like if, if not it, more. You know. Yeah, it really it just it depends on how fast we get it all going. Yeah, yeah. Some songs we'll finish the demo for it, and we'll wait like three months before we take it to the producer and do vocals and stuff on it. We'll have stuff cataloged for a while. Like, I think we had Third Path cataloged for a while before we actually took it into the studio. Yeah, we had it for a year before we took it in. Um, that's pretty common though. Yeah, uh, it, it's not out of place to to hear yeah. stuff like that. And it was a uh, that's actually Third Path is one of the songs out of all the songs we've done in the last. Uh, a year, a few years, the ones coming up that changed the least from start to finish. Oh, okay. It actually, mostly played, uh, stayed pretty, pretty much start like how it was when I originally wrote it. We just added in one more riff that I didn't feel, I didn't know where to put at, and I left it. Like I'll write a bunch of riffs I don't know where to put at. It'll be at the back of my my logic session. Then the producer will go, "Oh, this is cool right here." And I just oh, yeah. drop it over there. I'm like. You know that's cool, man. I saw, like uh, I saw on the Metallica documentary Lars Ulrich the way that he builds his his drum tracks is he'll just get in there and like the like uh, Kirk and them and they'll lay the guitars down, lay some loose vocals down, and then he'll get in there and like just jam over the track, and then he'll just cut out pieces of it of that jam, and then exactly. drag and drop it all, and then yeah. he'll learn that. Exactly. So he's just learning his jam. But it's it's like it 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 gives you that like free form jam flow, so it doesn't sound like something that, because I think when you get in the studio so much and you're at a band like that's that big and has so many tracks out, mm-hmm. everything just sounds so monotonous and the same like you know. And then yeah. so when you're just in there jamming and vibing, you're gonna get something different, you know. And so yeah. I think that I, I pick that up in my own guitar playing now. Like when I when I record something, I like to jam on a track first and then just cut it up and find yeah. out what exactly. what works best, you know. Exactly. I mean. That's what I do. Like, there's some songs I wrote a riff to it, mm-hmm. write, record it, come back the next day, and then I'll like cut it up and then like rearrange it, and then make a, a riff that sounds way more tight yeah. and intricate than what was before. Then I'll learn that, um, and that's how I do songs nowadays. I'll like record some parts, come back to take a break, come back. Dude, to I think that's how everybody's doing it, or a lot of people anyway, because yeah. I hear that yeah. from everybody now. I mean, it just makes it so easy because like sometimes you can't get your brain to wrap around yeah, that yeah. idea that you could come up with. Not that what you're making is unplayable, because mm. it's not at all. It's still very much a, a very coherent riff, and not like, you know, magicked up or anything like that. But you just hear it edited that way together, and like, oh, wow, I didn't even think about Yeah, you would have never thought of that. Never thought about playing the notes like this. So, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I do that, and then I've come up with some really cool stuff like that, and then I'll learn that, put some time into it, and then, yeah, usually, and then it helps me for the next song even write, come up with something more complex and wild than what was beforehand, right? Right, right, right. Dude, I, I think it's sick that you put out, like, the guitar tabs and, like, a guitar playthrough. Yeah. Like, uh, as a guitar player, I think that's yeah. cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, what, did that take a lot of time to sit there and tab that out? Uh, it took a, at first, when I first started learning the tabbing program, it would piss me off. Oh, you did it with a program? Yeah, I did it on Guitar Pro okay. 5, which I would suggest never opening that program. Okay. <laughs> open one of the newer ones. They're a lot yeah. more intuitive. Guitar Pro 7. How does that work? I mean, are you literally just sitting there playing it and then... Yeah, like, typing it in, I'll like just, you go in there, you can edit the tuning of the guitar you're going to have it on, mm-hmm. and then I'll, you know, just, you know, you have to know a little bit of music theory to know, understand, I guess, you don't really have to, but... Well, to, helps, like, to, the, the timing of shit? Yeah, to know the duration of your notes. Yeah, so yeah. So how many, you can only have so many notes in a bar. Right. So... Like quarters and yeah, halves quarters, and sixteenths. Yeah, quarters, eight, six, sixteen, thirty, uh, 30 seconds. And I don't know a lot, but I understand... I knew that stuff. Yeah, that's and, all you really need to know yeah. nowadays, you know. <laughs> like I can, I can look at something and probably tell you like, like <clears throat> a staff time to tell you what the notes are. I can't like mm-hmm. sight read and play as I'm going. But yeah, I, can, I yeah. stare at it long enough, I can figure it out. Um, so um, yeah, I just put the tabs on in the strings, and it makes it just easy. It doesn't take super long anymore. Uh, even the main reason the tabs were already weren't even made for that initially. It was made so I tabbed it out so I sent it my bass player so he can learn it. Dude, that's yeah. I remember like because I was about to say, dude, tabbing something out is a fucked up process because you have to like I used to like just so I would remember riffs. I would write it all out, draw a fucking staff, and then write the tab out yeah. so I wouldn't forget it. Exactly, and you know when you're writing on paper, it's actually different because you can't hear it back. Yeah. But when you do in the program, if you got your timing back, you can play it, and then it'll play it back, and you can hear the riff. Oh, it's like, okay, this is how the timing and everything yeah, exactly. has to be played. So it actually makes it easier because then he can he doesn't have to just read it and kind of like listen and figure it out. He just gets to see it and play the song through with the tab. And it's like, okay, this is exactly yeah, the yeah. speed and how fast I need to hit anything that's happening. I mean, tabs are just a cheat code to guitar. Yeah, they are. I mean, they really are. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's the number of fret. Okay, mm-hmm. let's put my finger I mean, it, 70% of the guitar I know was from learning tabs. Yeah, you know, that's like, how I did it. Tabs. Uh, mm-hmm. I spent so much time. I didn't learn. I didn't sit there and practice techniques. I didn't sit there and... Me neither. Learn, like... Tremolo picking. I did that. I did some of that. You do all that later, though. Yeah, like that's that's all style later. But like as far as like the rudiments and basics of it, yeah. like I'm just playing covers of shit. And yeah, that's how I learned. And then if I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to do it. I look at videos of somebody mm-hmm. else doing it. Even watch uh, video. Get obsessed and watch videos of the artist playing it live. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm the same dude. Yeah. I do the same shit. Yeah, and then that's how I learned so many songs. I remember I watched. Yeah. I saw a Treyu one time, and uh, you know the lip gloss and black. The very the very beginning. I saw him do it live, and I was like, that's how he plays that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. Treyu's cool. Saw them once. One time. They're pretty sick. But yeah, it works. That's how we do it, and. So I was like, man, I'll just put these tabs out on Bandcamp. And I was trying to figure out the best way to do it because you can't, like, upload the file. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to upload the file so people could download it for free. But you can't upload that file to, uh, like, that to Bandcamp. So I put it on Dropbox and put mm-hmm. a link in the description on Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody's downloaded it or messed with it, but I I felt like a checklist to me it's cool dude yeah. i think it's 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 something a lot of bands don't offer and people yeah. like me like guitar players they're interested and they yeah. want to see stuff like that especially the playthrough yeah i think that's cool yeah no in the third path song we're just um 
I have the tabs mostly ready on that. I just need to clean them up a little bit, and I can put that one out yeah. on the internet too um, for people to download that are interested in it. Um, I don't know if I'll do a guitar playthrough like that. For I this think one. you should, dude. I think you yeah. should do a playthrough through all your songs, honestly. Uh, I want to. I'm trying not to steal the spotlight a little bit. I want to. Hit no, me. I mean all of y'all should. I mean you should do a vocalist like yeah, a little spotlight. A, do the drums. Do the bass. Dude, people yeah. want to see it. I'm telling yeah. you, that there's an audience for it. Yeah. So I was trying to determine. It's like is it is it cheesy to do a playthrough for every I don't for I don't every song so. or should each person get their own song? It, like, it, I think it'd be cheesy if you did all of them. Okay. It'd be cheesy, but if you picked one song, mm-hmm. and all y'all did a breakdown of it, I okay. think that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you if you go around and do like every single one, then people are gonna be like, "All right, what are y'all doing?" Yeah, you know, like it's kind of kind of weird. Exactly. So yeah, I did Bleeding Hands, uh, and then so I was gonna try to get him to do the vocals for uh, Third Path to do a vocal take, and then the song another song we about uh, got coming up here in a couple months. Um, We'll have I want my drummer to do because he that's the first one he got to really put a lot of himself into. Yeah, yeah. And then, then I'll let my bass player pick whatever he wants to do after that. <laughs> whatever he likes playing best, he can do that. So like. Oh shit! So let me ask you a final question here. Have you ever had like a like a fucked up experience on stage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the backtrack's just completely crashing. <clears throat> that happened when we first started. Uh, Your backtrack just stopped, or. That, that, let's hear them both yeah so the back this happened a lot actually when we first started playing we played our backtracks on an ipad it wouldn't stop either our drummers or earlier drummers would get off time with them mm. uh that was not playing on fast enough whatever yeah um just didn't know it well enough or got do, a little bit off time do y'all wear in-ears uh only our drummer does yeah we just can't afford the full in-ears yet mm. uh, i hate them yeah i, don't I mean like i would them. i haven't played with them i'd like to try um, I probably couldn't do it because I move around too much and they'd like fly out. Do they make some pretty legit ones that that would? Stand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you can find some ones for sure. But uh, I've never had ones that actually. Yeah, we played. Uh, They're expensive. Weird. Our second show ever, we played at the Rail Club in Fort Worth. Uh, we played a Battle of the Bands for Dirty South Festival, okay, in 2016, and we played. Our last song, the backtracks, we got off by like a measure or two, oh. and we were, so we were off, and it was noticeable. Like I see the video background, and we all laughed, like it was, it was like, yeah. We still somehow won that battle of the bands too. Really? Like, we were definitely not the highest band that night. I don't know how they gave us the win, but they did. So we ended up playing the festival, and the festival tracks fucked up even harder yeah. than before. <laughs> what a mess! And it was embarrassing. I could see some faces out there in the crowd. I was upset that night. Oh, like I'd be, third, I'd be so embarrassed. It was like our third or fourth show, and I was upset. And, uh, like, I've, that was the most upset I've ever been after a show. And it's happened uh, since then a few times. Each time we've been better about playing it off or not, what to do. Yeah. Nowadays, I got it down so well that they don't fuck up anymore. Like, That's tight. They it's might just... still, like, you got to be prepared for it. But I just know, like, I know that they're not going to mess up. Yeah. You had to go it. through that trial and error. Yeah, though. right. You just learn a lot. So mm-hmm. so it sticks out to me. And nowadays, our, yeah, we're the tracks are always on tight. Everybody's on tight with them, so. Uh, they never sound. They haven't sounded off in a long time. That's so. cool. What, what what was the experience you were talking about? Uh, I was talking about the one um, where we just show up and like the PA is just the two. Speakers. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> but we played at the tattoo shop in Garland, Texas. Okay. Well, I was talking about that. I was talking about the one at uh, Killer Tacos in Denton. Oh, the same thing happened at it two venues then. Killer Tacos in Denton. Uh, talk, little taco Maybe shop. The tattoo shop is probably worse because you couldn't even hear me. Like, yeah, the tattoo shop is <laughs> oh, worse. Horrible. I mean, I pulled up to that show and I got a fucking nail in my tire. In the oh, you should have known right there. Yeah, like everything was off. Yep. 
And we get in there, and, like, the PA is, like, so messed up in this tattoo shop. Are they like, just cracking, or what's... No, dude's, like, you. it basically is melted. It, like, looks like an explosion happened in this port. And we're, like, we have to plug us in to get it. Yeah. And we try getting it near, and it's, like, almost like sparks. They probably caught on fire. And like, yeah, we were, like, <laughs> afraid to touch it. And then we had some of the... One of the bands that was on tour that... I feel bad for any band that came on tour how to play there. Was that Mother Sound? Mother Sound. That's so sad. And they brought, they let everybody use their PA, and then their PA fucked up. Damn. And another band went and got their PA up the street that was in a local band, and their PA blew that night. And Jeez. It, the last band, uh, it, it, the last one died at the last band, mm-hmm. and they didn't get to finish their set. But I was like, was so sad. I was like, that was messed up. Um, the Killers Tacos one was also wild because they put us outside. And there's two stages. There's like this inside stage, which has a, a decent sound system in PA, and the outside one, which is not. And we don't play guitar cabs. We didn't play anything. We didn't know we were going to be playing outside. Yeah. Or, and, that, and we get there, and we're outside, so we plug it all into the PA. But the PA has like a limit on it. Like, so uh, whenever we're playing loud, it's fine, but as soon as he starts screaming, yeah. it dips like the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the sound for everything coming through the PA. Yeah, we're, we're all going through the same thing. It was like me. His guitar and was it John's bass too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even think they mic'd up the drums or anything, and so it was just a mess. Like that's fucked up. The sound there was like no sound guy there either. It was like well, it, was, it was early too, wasn't it? Like at eleven thirty in the morning or some shit. No, that was we played like five o'clock or six o'clock. Oh, it was not. It was it was fucked up. We played there since then a couple times, much better results. That one was just not. We should just not play that one. Right, right. Now we've had that happen before with our band. Like the actually the vocalist and the sound guy had a beef. <laughs> that's not the person you want to have against you when you're doing a show. Yeah, trust me, I've <laughs> so, guys before. so he would go and like he would go and turn. He turned my homie's Parker, my homie Parker's mic down. Oh no! Mid show. Wow. I mean, I'm talking silent. Jeez. While yeah. he's in mid scream, and dude, it was it shitty. The tooth and nail at the curtain club, I, think. I think it did. It also happened to me. Uh, we played. I'm so embarrassed when I think about this. My band members like give me shit about this all the time. <laughs> We played at, uh, what was that place called? Um, Reno's Chop Shop. Okay, yeah, fuck yeah. In, in like, 2018, 2019 area. And, like, we're two two songs in, and one of my homies comes up to me and just, like, says, there is no guitar coming out of the PA whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, so I go up to the mic, and I, like, tell them, like, hey, can we get more guitar in the PA? And then that just basically started a chain reaction of events. Like, how can you tell there's no guitar in the PA? Like, you wanted your monitor. It's like, no, nobody can hear it. And yeah. I said some shit to them. They said some shit back to me. And then my guitar got muted. And then we got the oh last song cut. Oh, my God. <laughs> my guitar got actually muted. And then we got the last song cut. And then, ah, uh, yeah, it was embarrassing. I look back at it. I feel like, man, if I just... Actually, if I were nicer, <laughs> actually, that whole thing would have been fine. Right, right. But I got pissed off. The whole thing went downhill. Yeah, yeah. That same sound uh, person at a show recently. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Like, this is at Reno's Chop Shop, and I was like, we were pissed at each other. I apologized at the end of the night. It was okay. And then we played a show back in April at Southside Music Hall, much bigger venue, uh, with Fit for a King and Silent Planet. And she, that lady that did sound for us is the one doing our monitor. No way! And I was like, "Oh shit!" Wow. Did she and, Did she remember? Yeah, she remembered. Um, I didn't really say anything to her. My bass player, who was on, knew her beforehand, actually mm. was on good terms with her. Went and talked to her and like eased over at the beginning yeah. of the day, like to make sure that. 
uh, we're gonna be chill. It was fine, and I was I was super nice and respectful. Like, don't go and mute my boy's guitar, yeah, right? That, <laughs> that show especially, like yeah. the other one was a local show. Was no, that was a bigger show though. This, this one we just played was actually a really big, uh, really big show. Who uh, did front of house for us? Our boy, from our, Dave, our, our our boy David Vega. Yeah. Uh, he's like he's done sound in Deep Ellum area for, for like he's done sound for us so many times. Oh, that's cool. Ellum, he did not mute us. We sounded. Yeah, we sounded good that night. We had a good sound. Uh, if anything, she muted us. The person we pissed off. She did monitor stage monitor, so mm. it only been our stage. Yeah, yeah. Outside the PA, nobody that's would good. know anything. Yeah, that's happening. So right great times, uh, wild times. That some shitty times, but you know, it all made us made us better where we are now. For sure, for sure, man. Is there anything like um, we can promote for you guys? Do y'all want to send any traffic y'all's way, man? Um, we got. Yeah, our socials, Threnity TX on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out our YouTube videos. We just have two music videos that came out this year. We got another one coming out hopefully by the end of the summer. Uh, like I said, we just got the review back current today, so we just got to go through a few more steps with that. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, release schedule set up, promotions, what we're going to do for marketing with it, all set up. We got some new new that we're want to write, a little concept EP. Yeah. We got okay. a concept EP we're about to start. We got two songs even that – in the back burner that we're about to track vocals on and get those out by uh, at least one of them out hopefully by December and the other one out uh, early next year we stay on schedule with everything so we got music coming up we got music that just came out that's uh, doing really well check us out on Spotify songs Bleeding Hands and Third Path yeah y'all are doing pretty well on Spotify yeah there's songs for the first time we've uh, with these songs we cracked like over 10,000 yeah. leading hand. It's actually at 22,000 right now. Which that's is, sick, man. Uh, third pass is at somewhere in the 9,000s. Um, yeah, that's definitely it's definitely doing well. So we got more coming out this year, hopefully in like two or three months. Sick, man. I'll be on the lookout. Y'all be looking out for it too. Anything else, guys? Y'all want to throw out there? Um, not really. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all good? Uh, Email Southside Music Hall. Tell us to let us open for Devil Wears Prada in September. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see, yeah. We'll those cool shows. Yeah, that's what we're trying to. We're trying to how, request us. That way we can get on that. There show. you go. Yeah, <laughs> y'all request an indeed. Check them out on everything, man. Emails, comment. Yeah, yeah, posts, yeah, yeah. Like, describe, subscribe, all that shit, man. Yeah. Y'all check them out. Uh, y'all be you. We're gonna be us. Y'all take it easy, guys. Unedited live episodes. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash what's up with that. To watch full episodes of What's Up With That, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash what's up with that. Don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at 27 at Jake Digital Media at Ken's Martin and at What's Up With That.